Let us pray. Grant, O oh Lord, that because we have met together here today, life may grow greater for those who have lost faith in it, simpler for those who are confused by it, more secure for those who would escape it, happier for those who may be tasting the bitterness of it, safer for those who are feeling the peril of it, more friendly for those who are feeling the loneliness of it, and holier for all to whom life may have lost its dignity, its beauty, and its meaning. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Please be seated. Before I jump into my sermon, I just thought I should let you know, Father Tim Sean leaned over after our first lesson and said, please tell me you're preaching on Jonah. And I said, oh, I'm not. So I'm just going to plug Wednesday night on Zoom, Sermon Deep Dive. If you want to hear about Jonah, that's the time. Now, on with our regularly scheduled programming. Imagine you are attending a neighborhood potluck. You have prepared a delectable dish. It is your prized secret recipe, and you bring it to the gathering with great anticipation. Your dish required expensive ingredients and a whole day's worth of work to make. You even put it in your most prized casserole dish handed down to you by your great, great grandmother. You enter into the potluck, you hand your dish off and soon realize this potluck wasn't what you expected. Firstly, your prized dish well, it's placed between a bucket of KFC and a box of store-bought donuts. I brought the donuts. Secondly, you realize people, they're not preparing their own plates. Rather, the plates are prepared and then handed out. And wouldn't you know it, each plate not prepared the same. Some plates are seemingly filled more generously than others, and well, you, <laughs> you received a lesser plate with only a small sliver of your favorite dish, the one you worked so hard to prepare. Now, how would you feel in that moment? Some of us might feel anxious, wondering, why didn't I receive as much as I thought I really should have? Others might feel a twinge, or perhaps even more than a twinge, of anger, believing that is simply unfair. Anxiety and anger, when we perceive that things are unfair, well, it's a sentiment shared by the laborers in the parable we explore today. In this parable, Jesus tells us about a landowner who hired laborers throughout the day to work in his vineyard. 
Some started early in the morning, while others were hired later in the day, even as late as the last possible hour of work. At the end of the day, all of the workers receive the same wage, regardless how many hours they put in. It's easy to understand why those early laborers, those who had been working since the very break of day were upset. They toiled through the day's heat, and others, well, they got to work in the shade and only for an hour. Their reaction mirrors our own. When we feel that life treats us unfairly, or when we think that life treats others in ways that we don't think is fair. I think it's really natural to question, why should they receive the same reward as me? Now, I don't know about you, but sometimes I think that most of us believe that we are those early morning laborers. No one works harder than I do. No one works longer hours than me. No one deserves more praise, more admiration, more anything than me. And yet, this parable invites us to look beyond our immediate reaction, our knee-jerk reaction, and consider a deeper truth, a fuller truth, an actual truth. What if it isn't about us at all? Imagine for a moment that the landowner in this parable represents our gracious and just God. His actions challenge our human notions of fairness and our human notions of what it is that we do. Remember, those early morning workers were only working because God gave them something to do. God's grace is boundless, and it cannot be measured by human standards. In the kingdom of God, sorry, all of you like type A perfectionist folks, is not about how long we've toiled or how much we've accomplished, but the kingdom of God is about the boundless love and mercy of God that is given to everyone. In our moments of anxiety, of anger, when we cry out that life isn't fair, it is incredibly difficult to remember that God's ways aren't our ways. It's as if God has a different measuring stick, one that doesn't consider the hours we've worked or the sacrifices that we've made or the successes that we've achieved. Instead, God looks not only at us, but through us. God sees in ways that we do not see. God sees beyond what we can see. 
and gives abundantly. I once heard a wise person say, if life were truly fair, we would all be in a heap of trouble. Be honest with yourself just for a moment. Can you imagine the consequences of receiving exactly what you deserve in every single moment? Take this morning, for example. You got stuck in some traffic, and you had some thoughts. Would you like to get what you might deserve? Think about what you might not receive at all. It's a really good thing that God's grace is more generous than our notions of fairness. So how do we navigate this tension between our human sense of fairness and God's boundless grace? Well, it begins with trust. Trusting that God knows and sees more than we do. Even, even when it seems unfair. It means trusting that God's love extends to all, even when we think they don't deserve it. It means trusting that in the end, God's presence, God's engagement in all of life and creation through the beginning of time to the end of time, it is greater than we can possibly comprehend. In the parable, the landowner's response to the laborer's complaints is poignant. He reminds them, am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Why do you begrudge my generosity? In this simple response, the landowner God invites us to let go of our anxieties, those fears that we have that don't allow us to see abundance, but only scarcity, and to let go of anger, to see that others may be deserving, even when we think they aren't, and to embrace the unfathomable generosity of God. The Episcopal tradition is one that values the mystery of God. We get to see that in the beauty of our liturgy and in the richness of our shared faith. Our faith is one that calls us to trust, even when or especially when we don't understand, and to embrace God's generosity, even when it challenges our notions of fairness. Beloveds, our gospel for today is an invitation to approach life with the knowledge that God's grace is beyond our understanding. Anxiety and fear they want us to stay stuck. 
But in placing our trust in God, we can find ourselves released and find ourselves in peace. That peace found in the trust of the one who knows the depths of our hearts and those around us. May we always remember that our God is generous and merciful beyond anything that we can imagine. And that that generosity doesn't just extend to the people that you think don't deserve it. But it extends to you as well. And isn't that, isn't that a gift? Amen.